0: Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, the podcast for coaches who are scaling their coaching business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. Each episode is strategically crafted to help you help more people get better results in less time. If you're ready to truly dive deep into masterfully helping your clients achieve results no one else can, the Creative Coach Method certification is for you. Head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification to learn more. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. We are talking about five reasons you shouldn't become a coach. It seems like... There are a whole lot of people out there telling you why you should become a coach and why being a coach is the best thing. But there are important reasons on both sides. There are reasons that you should become a coach and there are reasons that you shouldn't become a coach. So that's what I want to dive into today. So one of the reasons why you shouldn't become a coach is because you want to get rich. Now, I need to make this really clear that it's okay to make money. You are allowed to make money. You're allowed to be a coach and to be rich. You're allowed to be rich from helping people. You're allowed to have a lot of money. You're allowed to have nice things. You're allowed to buy things that you want. You're allowed to go on nice vacations. You're allowed to do all of that. There is nothing wrong with any of that. If you think that there is something wrong with those things like making money, being rich, making money from helping people, then I would encourage you to look at where those beliefs are coming from, if they are even your own beliefs, why they're there, where you got them from, and how those beliefs are serving you. That's a whole other side note, but I want to make it crystal clear that even though I'm saying that you shouldn't become a coach because you want to get rich, if you are a coach who makes a lot of money, that is totally okay. Becoming a coach purely for the reasoning of wanting to get rich and have a lot of money is not a good enough reason to become a coach. You actually have to work really hard when you're a coach. You have to be patient, you have to listen, you have to show up for someone else when it's hard and when they don't even want to show up for themselves. If you want to make a lot of money coaching, but you're not willing to do those things, then you probably won't make very much money coaching. I know that a lot of people wanna be like influencer, coaches, and get rich that way by becoming a coach influencer. But again, it comes down to the same point. You have to work hard when you're a coach. It's not an easy job at all. <laughs> Especially if you are building the business by yourself With your own money like you're not a corporation or a huge business that's able to borrow money from other places if you're just out there being a solo business owner an entrepreneur doing this it's hard it just is that's why most people don't do it they don't do it because it is hard work you have to learn skills you have to be able to fully support someone even when things are going hard for you you have to be able to completely be 100% there for your client and have nothing going on in your mind about yourself when you are with your client, when you're in a coaching session. And that's not easy. It's a skill that you need to learn and it's something that you need to practice. So becoming a coach just because you wanna get rich is not a good enough reason to become a coach. Another reason that you shouldn't become a coach is because you're desperate for money. I read an article and I can't even remember why I was reading this article or what I was searching for when it came up. I think I might've been researching for another podcast episode. And this person said that they had lost their job. He lost his job, but he needed to make money quickly. Like he was running out of money and he had to do something to make money. So he decided to become a coach and Obviously, like he didn't learn how to become a coach because he just did it straight away. He ended up hating it. And the whole article was just him complaining about why you shouldn't become a coach and why it's actually not a very good job. But he obviously got into it for all the wrong reasons. There's also a lack of integrity there for your clients. You're doing it because you need something else you're desperate for money especially with that desperation energy behind it like who wants to work with a coach who is desperate for money obviously I know we have to make money that is totally okay to make money and to make a lot of money I'm not saying that you shouldn't want money or that you shouldn't make money I'm saying becoming a coach because you're desperate for money is not a good reason to become a coach your clients are going to pick up on that energy even when you're not talking about it. Like they will know that you're in this desperate energy. So a lot of the time, if you are coming from a desperate place, It's going to be hard for you to find clients, and it's going to be hard for you to keep them, and it's going to be hard for you to coach them with a clean mind, not constantly thinking, I need to get something from this person. I need to make sure that they pay me. No one wants to work with someone who is coming from that place. Another reason that you shouldn't become a coach is because you love giving people advice. Your friends come to you all the time for advice on their relationships and what they should do and you just love giving them advice and telling them what to do and sending them on their way. Coaching is not giving advice. You actually shouldn't give your clients advice. That's not coaching. As a coach, you need to resist the temptation to give advice, which can be really, really challenging. And the way that I think about this, so many years ago, I actually worked for Apple. I worked at an Apple store. I've worked at a few different Apple stores. I actually helped people learn how to use their computer and fixing iPhones. And so one of the things that they taught us When they were teaching us how to teach people how to use their computer, one of the trainers actually said, if you are the kind of person who feels like you need to dive in and actually do the thing for the person. So say you're trying to teach someone how to use iTunes, instead of going there and doing it for them and like moving their mouse and clicking on the button and doing all of that, she was like, just sit on your hands if you have to sit on your hands so that you aren't going to actually do the thing for them. And this is kind of like coaching. If someone would say, "Okay, how do I how do I pause a song in iTunes?" Very basic, but, you know, some people some some people didn't know how to do that when we would get like 70-year-olds who bought a new computer and had never used a computer before. They needed to know how to pause music. So, instead of showing them what to do, we would say, what do you think you could do? And I think that was a really good lesson for me that helped me install this way of being in my coaching and resisting the temptation to give people advice because honestly, I just visualize sitting on my hands whenever I think of needing to give advice. And that's how I want to pass it on to you as well. As a coach, you shouldn't be giving people advice because you're not empowering them to take action. Think about times when someone has been teaching you how to do something and they just did it for you. And then the next time you would go to do it, you wouldn't know what to do because someone else had done it for you. But when this person, the person who's teaching you, says, what do you think you should do? And then left you to actually click the buttons and do the things yourself, you were building neural pathways there. You got to learn that you actually can figure it out on your own with a bit of guidance, and then next time you're empowered to do it without someone trying to tell you what to do or do it for you. So if you love giving people advice, That's really great, but not a great reason to decide to become a coach because in coaching, you're actually not going to be giving people advice. Another reason that you shouldn't become a coach is because you've overcome something and you want to help other people do the same thing. I say this all the time. I've said it so many, many times. Experience doesn't equal qualified. Simply because you have overcome something or achieved something doesn't mean that you are qualified to coach people to do the same thing. I know there's a lot of coaches and trainers saying that this is okay, but it's really not. Passion is great, but that's only one piece of the puzzle. There is so much more that goes into coaching than just, oh, I've done that before, so now I'm qualified to guide anyone and everyone who wants to do the same thing to do it. There's skills that you need to learn. There are things that you need to look out for for your own safety and for your client's safety. So just because you've experienced something doesn't mean that you are qualified to coach someone through the same thing. And the final reason that you shouldn't become a coach, and I would say this is probably the most important reason, the biggest reason why you shouldn't become a coach, is if you're unwilling to invest the time and money learning how to coach people. Reading books and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos isn't enough to equip you with the skills to become an excellent coach, to be the best coach that you can be for your clients. You need to learn how to coach people. You actually need to learn the skill of coaching. It's a skill. There's so many different skills in coaching, actually, and you need to learn them. Most people don't just inherently know how to coach people. There's actual skills that it takes. You need to get coached. You need to experience what coaching is for yourself and you need to get coached through the stuff that's going to come up for you. You might need coaching on business stuff. You might need coaching on mindset. You might need coaching on support with your clients. You actually need to receive coaching too, and you need to practice coaching other people. You need to coach as many people as possible. These three things here are the core foundations of everything that we teach in the Creative Coach method. You learn how to coach people, you get coached, we we coach you. There are ample opportunities to receive coaching and you practice coaching other people. All of these are essential. In becoming an excellent coach and even just becoming a basic coach, even just becoming a basic coach who gets their clients result If that's just what you want, if you want to be like even the base level coach, just a basic coach, you still need to invest the time and money in learning how to coach people. You need to learn about contracting. You need to learn about when coaching isn't right for your client because Maybe they have trauma that they need to process with a mental health professional. You need to know how to identify if your client does have trauma and how to support them to find help. You need to learn how to empower your clients to be accountable. You need to know the difference between coaching and therapy and all of the other helping professions and you need to be able to explain that to your clients very clearly. Coaching is a skill that can be learned. That's awesome. That's actually really good news. Coaching is a skill and it can be learned. You just need to invest the time and money that it takes in learning it. If you want your clients to see the value in coaching and to pay you to coach them, you have to see the value in learning how to coach people you have to be willing to go there first. If you want your clients to invest in themselves, to invest time and money in themselves, in their future, in achieving their goals, you have to do that first. And the best way for you to show your clients that you value coaching and that it is valuable is for you to invest in learning how to do it. Invest your time and your money and your commitment into learning how to do it. Like, that's just what it takes. If you're unwilling to do that, if you don't see the value in coaching so much so that you're willing to invest your time, you're actually willing to take the 3, 6, 12 months that it takes to truly learn it. If you're unwilling to save or find the money or create the money somehow, even if it's not possible right now for you financially, set up a plan to save, even if it's just a little bit and show your clients that it's worth it. If, if you're not willing to do these things, then you can't expect your clients to be willing to do those things either. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one and I will catch you in the next one.